You know, not a lot of people would read erotic fanfiction on their podcast for fun and hilarity, but of those who do, we can honestly say that today's guest is, uh, is one of them. Frogs! Balls! They're everywhere! Brawls Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind. Hosted by Bentolis, Gershom, and Wooly. What's up, swingers? I am Gershom. Welcome to episode 57 of Thralls Balls. I'm here with my boasty Wooly. And we are joined by a very special guest today. Please welcome Berserker from the Unshackled Fury podcast. Um, hi, Berserker. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. I think I agreed to come on the wrong show. Um, this isn't Boners for Azeroth podcast. <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk about, we will talk about boners eventually i'm sure that was <laughs> honestly almost last week's episode title ah that was that was that was classic yes thank you thank you for having me and uh happy to be here with the rest of the swingers um Fuck so yeah. so for those of you who might not know you do you mind just giving like a short intro for yourself sure. and, what, and what you do yeah go Ab ahead. absolutely just another warrior trying to make his way in the world of warcraft out there and uh amateur smoke boy who likes to pretend that he can barbecue real slow and slow meats and i uh, host a world of warcraft podcast called unshackled fury uh it's been around for uh, a couple trips around the sun now and yeah I cover anything and everything it's all fair game out there so uh check it out if you ever feel like adding on to your podcast list of course after you listen to thralls balls don't 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 take precedent over that uh but uh, if you feel like you need another hour in your life uh taken away then uh check it out or play them both at the same time and make the decibels battle it out you could really do some damage yes sir i would love to hear like the the jailer knock on my door while a thralls balls draft is going on i think like, that would be really amazing <laughs> like tunk 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 hey you don't like my nipples yeah that really scared the piss out of a lot of people i didn't realize out loud that was gonna sound after the I would, fact and i had bro. a bunch of people like oh my god i almost crashed my car like, ah. i was I in I the i was in the middle of the jewel and it was like he is the jailer and i was like oh my god no and i was like right in the i will never forget i was right in the middle of the produce section and i was just like talking out loud to myself and i'm like holy shit no <laughs> the jailer's here yes imagine just out of context somebody just starts fucking losing their shit and you don't know anything about wow and they're like oh my god the jailer's nipples and you just what the fuck is up with it? What are they spraying onto the like you, celery? You you might want to call like a psych word, right? Like, is this person a harm to themselves or others? They're talking about nipples. Like, I, I don't know. Or what's they're going just on. like, what kind of freaky deaky stuff are you into, and how do I get into that? You know, maybe it's an open door for somebody. I'm still in the camp that the grocery store is definitely putting LSD on the vegetables when they miss them. It's got to be that. Totally. 
That would be interesting. That would be a very fun, uh, very fun meal. So, organic only. Uh, organic only, right? So, um, do you mind, Wooly, if I ask you? Uh, actually, let's start with our guest. I'm sorry. Uh, what have you been doing in WoW, Berserker? Ha. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's been a little slow uh, as of late. Uh, a lot of life situations creating a, a confluence, and so it's been. Uh, been a bit of a challenge recently, but uh, I did fire up uh, the alpha because I'm a snooty asshole who got in on the first wave. That's right. And I've uh, been checking that out and seeing some additions. And it's, I got to say, folks, come, come, come the time of the release. I think people are going to be very happy. This guy, this guy's gonna fit in perfect. He said "come" three times in one sentence. Oh, perfect! It's great. Oh, it's it's gonna be great. Thrice the come. Uh, what? Uh, how did you put it on your show? Something like being the the first guy in the club, or uh, I forget. <laughs> you worded it a specific way. Yeah, I always think of the sort of influencer community. I fucking hate that word, but I mean, it's 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 what we are. We're content creators. We're influencers. I guess once you get into the the vip club and then even within the vip club right amongst all the people that put stuff out youtubers podcasters streamers whatever it's still you know there's the clicks there's the clicks and for a long time when uh, navox who was who my former co-host on the show he and i used to joke about how you know we got in we got into the club but we were at the we were at the amstel light table right i mean it was it, we got in <laughs> but it, it was the worst possible seat in the house and then we kind of got moved up a little bit to the bud light table which you know listen i like water as much as anyone and the bud light table was cool and we got in and it was great but getting behind the second secret velvet rope and into the crystal table right that's that's the that's the end all be all and there's even one behind that but for i think a podcaster that's about as good as it gets so being able to get into that first wave of alpha access i'm like shit i, I mean i might as well just stop now because it's never going to get any better that's it i've crested finally well good that's good good going man <laughs> yeah that's right though i actually i actually requested my beta ticket i don't know if i don't see why i would get it but you know on the downloader there's like a thing where you can go and actually request to get into beta yeah and i got invited to a beta once and i completely wasted it so i was in the stream <laughs> for Oh my God! Do you guys remember Big Love Rocket? It yes. lasted like six uh, yes. episodes. Yes. Yeah, that was with good. Shoe boots and Lex. Yeah, I I wish they had kept going, but whatever, it happened. But um, they actually sent me a ticket for beta for Shadowlands, and I was like, oh cool, thank you so much. And then like I forgot to use it, <laughs> and I'm like, God, I'm such an asshole. Like I didn't even use their gift. I feel so bad. Like Lex, if you're listening, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't I didn't use it. But if I could roll it back and use it now for Dragonflight, I I would totally be into that. So, um, Wooly, what have you been up to in WoW? Uh well, first I'm suddenly realizing something I should have already known. Berserker, you're in fucking CTR, aren't you? No. No. I was. Was. Okay, then we were in the same guild at one point or another. Ah, yes. Uh, our raid team, Salad Senate, was part of CTR for a long time, and then we split off to make our own guild. 
Oh, gotcha. All right. So I saw the yeah. Salad Senate thing. I heard you mention Navox. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we bailed out about the same time Daddy Pat did. I actually didn't know Pat left. Have you seen Pat Crane recently? No, I have not. <laughs> I disappeared. Fucking... In, the, in the wind. The podcast well is all in, Does he... He doesn't play WoW or, or Pod at all anymore, right? I mean, not that I've seen. It's been, I want to say, a couple years now. Yeah. Uh, shortly after uh, Lagging Balls hung it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was about the same time. CTR had some drama. Things kind of exploded a little bit. And people people went different ways. And, you know, listen. Gotta do what's best for you. Yeah, these things happen. But uh, as for what I've been up to in WoW, I decided yesterday no two days ago that you know this uh season four stuff faded uh raids are not different enough for me that it feels fresh so i i, I don't want to get bored you know so i'm waiting until dragonflight to start raiding again so i dropped that on Ben Tolis as the raid leader a couple days ago, he was like, yeah, that's cool. I don't care. But he worded it nicely. But he, like, he's he chill, dude. So, unless, because I've done Nathria normal, I've done Sepulcher normal, both on Faded, unless I, like, hop into a normal Sanctum and just steamroll through it at some point, I'm probably not going to get my Slime Kitty. But that's fine with me. Uh, but it, it does open up the possibility of just kind of being able to log in and do whatever the fuck I want rather than logging in and doing whatever the fuck I want and also feeling guilty that I'm not running Mythic Plus to catch my eye level up a bit. I think last I logged my Warlock, which I'm not even interested in playing, was 270, something like that. Not bad, but a little behind. So, yeah, not raiding. Today, I decided that with this time, I'm going to be trying once again for the fell werebear on my druid. So, Icy Veins for the Destruction Warlock, the Mage Tower, had a really good guide of, um, hey, this is all really good gear for it, but the Guardian Druid guide does not have any gear listed on it so i'm just basically doing what i was doing for the warlock going through a mythic um shitty brown orc guy under or siege of orgrimmar and trying to get multi-socket shit you, you know you we'll see how it plays Garrosh, out the shitty brown orc guy yeah he was shitty that son I'll of a bitch you. he is pretty shitty i'll i'll he I'll did some bad stuff yeah he did and he really did not need to go out like he did. Like, you know, he could have... And I mean in Shadowlands. He could have... He, he had to have known that was a suicide thing. He could have escaped. He could have been like, you all fucking suck, but help me get out of here. You know? Nah, he went out like a, like the soldier that he is. Beautiful. Not like that coward thrall, for, as he put it. That's funny for you to say that, though, because you're, you're straight up alliance. You're like, oh, you're yeah. an alliance warrior, right? But you yeah, don't I have mean, that respect for Garrosh and his punk rock ass. <laughs> you know, 
uh, game recognizes game, and you know at least he got to go out the way that he wanted to go out, sword in hand, making the leap, doing the jam, as opposed to my boy who basically just got dusted, and now I got to deal with those fucking jokes for the rest of the game. Literally dusted. Oh, Literally. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. And he now he lives in a sword. You know what? I'm okay with that though. I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll hey, say. he came back. He came back as a ghost. He he touched uh he touched his son's shoulder as a yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Were you crying? Did you cry? I cried. No, I cried. Yeah? I don't Did you? Anyone who cried, says yeah. they didn't I, is I lying. I welled up for sure. I'm not a crier, but I welled up for sure. I, I did like, not oh, expect no. it, and uh, it got me. It got me. Good job. Got you right in the feels. Um. So, oh wow, I didn't really play. This is actually the first week that I haven't felt so exhausted by the time I made dinner after work that I was able to play. Um, and I just kind of went around on my banks and did some callings and like the same old shit. It was, it was really kind of dumb. Um, but I am still working that Torin through Legion. Working that Torin. Working that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It got There's a beef <laughs> injection joke in there somewhere. Something about an utter manipulation. It's a it, it's a Red Bull joke. He's a Red Bull, but um, I am I oh my god I've been leveling him through Legion and I just, oof uh, I just I almost want to say Legion's my favorite again. Like I have said on the pod that BFA is my favorite expansion. And now I'm like oh no Legion is so fucking good. Like I just and I'm going through it and I'm not. I'm not clicking through it. I'm I'm doing everything. I'm getting all I'm doing the dungeons. I'm getting everything. And I just it just feels so good. And I thought of you today, Berserker, because I just got into Starmheim. And I'm oh, like, Oh yes. Oh fuck. I love this. Like oh, yes. <laughs> IRL as a 5'10 redheaded female. I I have always identified as kind of like a shield maiden type of chick. And yeah. I just, and I just, I love being there. I love the yeah. music. I will put the music on when I'm at work. I love that place. Um, but there's one thing that I noticed and it's kind of weird. So when you guys go to the vault of Agrimar, you're questing in Legion. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but if they want to go back. So you go outside the vault of Agrimar and you're trying to get like the the Aegis of Agrimar, right? And there's these statues outside of the vault and they all have their faces sort of melted and their hands are missing and their feet are sort of like ground into the ground. And I'm like, I just kept thinking about the intro cinematic to Dragonflight. And it was very weird because a lot of people were like, oh, it's just time. They were just worn by time. And I'm like, no way. Something bad is happening here. So if you play Legion and you go to Stormheim and you do the fucking storyline and you go to the Vault of Agrimar, the statues outside are like melted and corroded and chopped to pieces. And I, I just thought this was very weird. I'm just going up the seat of my pants here. Have you guys done that or do you? Do you think am I just being silly or they do love a busted up statue that's true but maybe there's truth in what you have to say I, I don't know I just, I just thought it was kind of weird like I know there's a lot of ancient I don't know it's weird eh. took me a minute to remember what you were talking about 
because I was like, where is that again? And then I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I get it now. And it's got that big open area before you go in there. And then- Right, it's like a big court courtyard with a bunch of statues. And I just, I don't know. I just thought, I just thought it was odd. It was that a Titan vault. I mean, it's yep. the same architecture, right. right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. So, hmm. Makes you wonder. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so with all that out of the way, do you guys want to move on to the WoW news? Sure. Sure. Time for WoW news, motherfuckers. All right, motherfuckers. So apparently, <laughs> once you reach uh, 70 in Dragonflight, you will have world quests open, and you will have to pledge allegiance to Rathian or Sabellian. Um, for all the swingers out there, I did not knew, know who Sabellian was. He's another son of Deathwing. And apparently, um, I think he shows up at some sort of like Gron encounter. He was formerly known as Baron Sableman. I'm not really sure what happened here. I'm kind of fumbling this because I never played this uh, current content. So... Wooly, you said you're Team Sabellian. What what's going on? Can you clue me in on this a bit? Okay, so Sabellian's been hanging out in Outland for a long time. Um, I really, I I read some shit, Berserker. You've probably seen it firsthand on the Alpha. I've read some shit, and I don't want to sto uh, ruin any spoiler stuff. But there is an action Sabellian takes to protect something he brought with him from Outland as he and Rathian supposedly take it to a place. And I was like, this motherfucker knows what it's like to be a black dragon. He's doing a little Wait, bit of it, deceiving. Is it, like, is it like the eggs that Deathwing was trying to farm out into Outland? Sorry, I just did, I undid your spoiler, right? Like Deathwing was trying to yeah. farm some eggs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, okay, well, that cat's out of the bag. So he and Rathian were trying to take him somewhere, keep him safe. And I won't say what, but Sabellian pulls some trickery. And he did it without telling Rathian. And not to be a dick, he did it because it was the best move to protect those eggs. I'm like, this is a leader. This is a guy who has the experience of what it means to be a black dragon. And for once, the black dragon's doing some finessing doesn't mean that they're trying to hurt people. It means he's trying to protect stuff. So, Team Sabellian, because the guy knows what's up. Rathian is too young and inexperienced. And while he does kick ass, and while I do like him, you know, you know, I think Sabellian can handle the role of... Earth Warder a lot better than Rathian Kid. Just saying. Um, Berserker, what do you what do you think? Oh, Team Rathian. Oh, the oh shit. Yeah, I'm Rathian too. I 100%, know. I did. One hundred percent. And and no disrespect to Sabellian because, uh, as Wooly points out, we have been with Sabellian long. Right, he's been a quest giver since BC. Way, way back in the day for those of us that have been around that long. So you you have a pretty established history, a, a, a 
leader who's been around uh, for quite some time, but it's a new age. We need we need new thoughts and new ideas and the vigor of youth and somebody that will lure Anduin back because I'm just we need we need that long hair. We need that that queer identity. <laughs> it's just that's, that's true. That's where we're at right now. Sabellian's old. He's a fucking boomer. <laughs> yeah, no uh, team, no boomer, and we need you know the, the the Warcraft equivalent of Jason Momoa in charge. Oh God! Oh, oh my God! No. I have never <laughs> made that connection before. That's it. Oh wow! That's You're welcome. It. You just I gotta it. say though, like as far as like story texture, I really hope this like power conflict gets bigger than just i want to be in charge no i want to be in charge but not quite as big as them trying to kill each other because yeah. i'm tired so, of, i don't want that so berserker um mm -hmm. you've been playing the alpha did you see that interaction between them because it seemed a little bit just like a b b you know what i mean like did you experience that interaction with them or like how's it going I have not, to be honest with you. I I am probably somebody who kind of. It's funny that you mentioned what happened with you in a beta earlier. I'm very bad when it comes to this stuff because there will be things that I will pick and choose that I want to take a look at, maybe some overarching stuff. But especially when it comes to story stuff, I will try to avoid as much of that as possible. Now I have seen some of this. I have I have seen some of it, and I hope that to your point, it stays collegial let's say and it's it's a matter of respect but there will be a breaking point right where something There's has to be. give and one of them is i hope to your point will acknowledge to the other one all right this is this is your bag i'm gonna hand this to you and i'm here to support you because we're in a new age of warcraft and i think that people are gonna find characters are more supportive of each other than they were in the past so we'll see and, so what you're it. saying is, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. What Go you're ahead. saying is you're at the crystal table, but you're yes. eating cocktail weenies. I'm still eating Vienna sausages and drinking uh, a Bud Light. There we go. That's it. That does not sound as bad as my drink last week. But <laughs> it's still <laughs> nasty. Um, and for anyone who's curious about what we're talking about, we will have these links in the show notes. Um, so to move on to the next thing, um, apparently once you get dragon riding, you can go back to the trainer. So there was a thing where if someone was trying to backslash follow you and you jumped into dragonflight form, they were left behind. And I think some people with like accessibility issues and things like that. Um, we're sort of complaining and Blizzard actually listened. So shout out to Blizzard. That's amazing. Um, apparently when, when the expansion drops, you're going to be able to go to the dragon riding trainer and opt in to allow other characters who are in your party to follow you. So someone has to be in your group, but they can black backslash follow. Sorry. And if they hit that, then they will turn into like a little tiny like Drake form, which I think sounds really cute. So if you jump into Dragonflight mode 
um, whoever is following you will just turn into like a little tiny dragon and follow you around. So the follow thing has been fixed for uh, dragon flight. You get to be a little baby dragon. I know. I I, I almost want to get my kid to play with me again just to <laughs> just to see if she wants to do that. Because she we were big on the we were big on following. I was like just I would run into the other room and it, and like hit backslash follow and then come back to my computer and be like, okay, just follow me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're going to get to the kids stuff later, though, Berserker. Don't worry. <laughs> what I think would be cool with this is if um, if it's a Drakthir following you, if they're just, like, following you, but as a Drakthir flying all around. That would be I, dope. So so the, the, the link is in the show notes, but I think when you hit the, the backslash follow, you just turn into, like, a little Drake. Like it's just like a yeah, it's a, a little whelp command. Yeah, yeah, like a little whelp, and you just go around following the person. But that still sounds like super cute and fun. I and follow. Glad, Sorry, glad go ahead. They did that. No, I'm glad that they did that. Just in general, I think it's cool. I follow uh, Proudmore's best mythic plus feral druid on Twitter, aka Kalis, and um, she has alpha access, and she was posting. Um, all sorts of pictures about this. So I saw firsthand, the, well, not firsthand, secondhand, the little whelp you get to turn into. And I do believe you match the color of your person's dragon, Aww, which is dope. That's amazing. That's dope. So sweet. All right. So uh, we have one more thing for the news, and then we're going to get on to the super scary interview. But... You can get a cool icy helm by subbing or using a free trial for a uh, Prime Gaming, Amazon Prime Gaming. I I did not have Prime Gaming, but I signed up for the free trial. It's a series of clicks and it looks rad and it's available until September 20th. There's really not a whole lot to say. The link is in the show notes. Did you guys do it or Well, I actually have this and the Hungering Darkness and the Fiery Horn things from, um, they've been, I don't know if they're still available, but they were on the store a long time ago. There was a lot of them. Yeah. And they did it in stages and I didn't realize that. So I got the last one, which is like a icy one, which makes sense because of the Wrath classic thing coming out. Berserker, do you have this or did you do it? So these three, I think is what Willie's saying, these three Helm transmogs were the first, like one of the first things they put on the store back, I want to say like 2013. So it's been a while. Nine years ago or so. These were transmog items that they sold and then they took them off the store and then they brought them back <laughs> for this thing. So you know, there's probably a lot of people that have already had them. I know I had one of them because I thought it was cool. I think it was the, the fiery red one, but uh, I missed <laughs> one of these when they were free and I got the other. So I have two out of three, I believe. I think I have I... two as well. I don't think I have the red, the hungering darkness one. Now I think about it. You guys are way ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. So um, I have two more things. No links in the show notes. These things are totally rad, though. Um, evokers will have a less heroism effect 
I think that's pretty much across the board. Everyone's talking about it. So, like some sort of time warp or primal rage or, or something. I'm not really sure. Actually, Berserker, have you played enough alpha to see what that is? No. No. Okay. No, Great. I'm only interested in what warriors are doing on the alpha. Oh, so you you haven't even rolled a a, a evoker at all? Like, I rolled no? an evoker because I wanted to spend three hours of my life designing one. And, God, it, oh and, man, and I, did, I can't and wait. It was great, and then I did. I think the first, I don't know, hour or so of intro quest. So I did see some of it, but not that. So are you like a face scales guy or not a face scales guy? Oh, face scales guy all the way. Armor, armor that shit to the teeth. Oh no, I, the scales creep me out. I don't want them on my face. <laughs> I think we Holy. just found an episode title: face scales face. guy. Oh god, no. <laughs> and then apparently, um, this last little bit of the news, um, paladins will most likely get a battle res. I, I don't know about. And paladins I mean, at that all. only I makes they had sense. One. I don't, I don't know. It makes a lot of fucking sense for the champion of the fucking light to be able to just do that. Well, like when, so when, um, way back, not even that back in the day, when, um, Anduin did that in the BFA. I thought you were going in, there. In, yeah. Intro cinematic. I used to think this is how sad I am. This is how much I've gotten into the game in the past two years. But two years ago, when this happened, and Anduin did that, I literally thought it was a paladin. I didn't know he was a priest. And this eh. is documented in the LFR podcast, by the way. Shout out to LFR. Hi, Sarith. <laughs> but yeah, I I literally two years ago thought Anduin was a paladin still. He's a paladin. Don't let these people bullshit. He's a hero, yeah, he's a hero I know, class. I know. I know they said hero class priest, but come on, man. Come look at him. Look at him and look at what he's doing. Give me a break. Yeah. No, like, a, it, he's wearing plate. He's running around doing light stuff. He's breaking free of the jailer's shit. He's a fucking pa paladin. You see a priest wield uh, Chalamet recently? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No, I uh, haven't. Just, just saying. Just saying. Closest they've come is Naifu, as Taliesin calls it. Um, so before we get on to the actual questions, Berserker, is there anything you want to mention about Alpha or do you just want to, you want to move on? <laughs> well, here's the thing that I'll, I'll say to anybody that's listening. And, and, and there are a lot of concerns about timing, right? And, and we've heard that Alpha is going to come out or not Alpha, but Dragonflight is going to come out this year and people are freaking out and, oh, it's too soon and it's not going to be ready and, uh Listen, there's always going to be tuning. There's always going to be stuff that needs to be worked on and corrected. And that's true of anything, anytime, anywhere. It's never going to be 100% perfect. But what I have seen, particularly as of late, this week when I was on, in fact, things are looking very complete. Voice lines, full quests, rewards. Like it's, It feels, when you jump in, like an expansion that is in full swing. So... It, granted, there's always things to work on and add, and you know there were cinematics they didn't have because they're saving those, thank God. But you know, Wowhead will spoil that for all of us fuckers. But you know, it will be it will be fine. It'll be fine. It's looking great. It's shaping up. When that beta hits, people jump in, give your comments, give your feedback, help tighten this up. 
it's going to be great. That is so rad to hear. So, so you think that by November it'll be ready? I think if we are looking at something by the end of November, I think it's going to be just fine. I can't wait. Yep. I'm so excited. I honestly, <laughs> I feel kind of like an astronaut who's about to go to space. This is <laughs> dumb. I literally do. I feel like, oh, I've done all this training. I swam in the pool. I got used to it. I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I could be an astronaut. And then you go out there and you're like, oh, shit, I'm on the moon. Like, I'm, I'm totally ready to just. <laughs> to just go into Dragonflight and feel like an astronaut and be like, yes. it's almost better to not have the alpha. I mean, like I said, I, I clicked and I, I tried to get into the beta. We'll see. I threw my hat in the ring, but I'm just so excited, like just for new lands, new things like, yeah, yeah I'm ready. It, it's going to be different, you know, and that's certainly the vibe. You know, and I, I tell people I, I am one of the worst people when it comes to alphas and betas because I like to be surprised as much as possible. And having a podcast, that's a terrible stance because people come to you because they want to know things. And, you you know, you sound like an asshole. And you're like, oh, I got this access. But, you know, oh, and you've heard a lot of that from me today. So it it is it is more about the vibe for me like jumping in and seeing kind of the landscape of everything and i'm telling y'all the dragon isles are fucking amazing like God, it is they look so good we're back on azeroth right we're back on azeroth which everybody wants we want to go home you want that warcraft feel the sword and sorcery on azeroth you know you, you feel like you're in a grounded place and some of those areas are just, I mean, the best they've ever done. And it's hard on an engine that's this old and a game that's this old to continue to elevate, but they continue to elevate. And I don't, you know, they're just, they're wizards. I don't know how they do it, but they do. The characters, the lands, the questing, there, there's different kinds of quests now, different characters, different kinds of characters. It, it's really shaping up well. And from everything that I've seen, again, like I said, um, I think people are going to be very happy. Very happy. That's great. To if hear. you're not, you can go play Final Fantasy. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. No, I hate Final Fantasy. That's the other <laughs> F word, as we call it. So on uh, Scrubs versus the World on Tuesday, we called it the other F word. <laughs> yes. How is Sai doing? He's really good. good. He's really good. Yeah. The episode that I was on is going to release uh, tomorrow. So, yeah. he's great he's great great he's, member of this community he's so amazing and actually i spent a lot of time living with my brother uh up in portland oregon so i'm familiar with the pacific northwest mm -hmm. culture and sort of stuff so it yeah so him and prajali are just they're amazing folks go listen to scrubs versus the world guys they're they're amazing <laughs> hit that plug yep do it um so, Wooly, did you have anything to add to, or should we just move on to the questions? I had one thought, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, um, gotta say, from everything I've heard about how Alpha's going and the expansion in, in its entirety so far, I 
it's gonna it's gotta be in a really good spot you know i was watching a preach video yesterday where I, I didn't get all the way through the video but his biggest complaint was that certain world quests didn't really make much sense with certain reputations and the quote-unquote renowned system don't don't shudder at that word y'all it's different um saying well it doesn't make sense that the centaurs would want me to go kill things in this zone when they're not in this zone it's like if that is your biggest complaint then i feel really good about what this game is going to be like yeah like seriously and that's preach he's very critical he's not afraid to be critical without being a douche about it well i mean that's a matter of opinion but you know what i mean no argument here and that's all I gotta say about that. I'm not a huge fan of Preach just because of the way he presents things, but um, it is what it is. So, Berserker, are you okay with moving on to the interview questions? Sure. All right, so I had some. Uh, first of all, and I just realized it's probably just past noon where you are <laughs> yes. so you're probably not drinking bourbon but no. i was gonna ask which <laughs> bourbon you're drinking today <laughs> which am, bourbon I are you drinking... going to be drinking later later yeah <laughs> yeah yeah what are you drinking later yeah no, nothing but uh probably a coke zero later and uh right now i've got uh, a fine cup of death wish coffee that's what i'm nice. i fucking so love death nice. wish it's the only coffee i buy Valhalla Java for life. All right. So uh, <laughs> for those of us who don't know, how did you start playing WoW? I started playing WoW on a 10-day trial after watching the South Park episode, Make Love, Not Warcraft. Shut up. For way real? Way back. Yes. No way. Yes. Way back in no. February of 2007. So this is right about the time when burning crusade launched and the whole thing and i saw the episode and i was like you know i've heard a lot about this world of warcraft i think i'm gonna give it a try that you're, show you're, brought you're so many people to the no, game you're and, pulling and, my leg no and after seeing the episode and i said this and i told my wife and she's like and she saw the episode with me and she knew what was happening was what was about to happen and she goes please dear god no i said it's only <laughs> 10 days it's gonna be fine and that was 15 years ago I'm dying. That's so funny because at the time I I started like at release, like really I was in it from the beginning. Mm. And so I was playing the game and I worked at a grocery store at the time and I made friends with someone else who had started playing the game and we walked into work together and he was like, did you see that South Park episode? And I'm like, oh, my God, so many more people are going to start playing the game now because yep. of fucking South Park. <laughs> yep, I was on what was uh, colloquially known as one of the South Park servers when I first joined up because it was <laughs> new and they'd added all this capacity. And I think the I think that server or that 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 area realm, whatever, has since like gone dead or got merged or something like that. But uh, yeah, that's that's when I joined up and I worked uh, at the time in, a, uh, in an insurance job and my buddy who's still my buddy who I still play with to this day is on my raid team and he sat next to me and I was like bro bro 
you got to come check out this game. It's World of Warcraft. Yeah, you got you to gotta load it up. And he's like, okay. And I said, I made a warrior. You got to go on this server. Make a warrior. Let's do this. And then he's like, all right. So then he goes in. I'm like, dude, I'm killing spiders in this, in this, in this forest. I don't know what's going on, but it's freaking rad. So he jumps in. We're doing it together. Then his roommate is like, got to get the roommate in. Get the roommate in. So his roommate jumps in. He makes a warrior too. So it's three asshole warriors running around Elwyn Forest, like killing stuff. And then, you know, eventually we jump into Dead Mines, three warriors, not knowing anything about healing or tanks and nothing. I think we made it to like the very first boss. Couldn't get past it. Uh, but man, those early days were great. They were, they were fantastic. So do you so remember what server that was? That was Blade's Edge. Ooh. Fantastic. So I think you sort of answered some of this, and this is like a multi-part question. Mm. So how did you decide on Maining Alliance and furthermore, Warrior? Did you ever try anything else? And if so, did you like it? And why or why not? Sure. Uh, Alliance, easy call. You know, I, I'm one of these real basic ass white boys that's like you know i like the knight in shining armor aesthetic i'm going for that and so i was like a warrior sounds good and it's a human and let's do it and the i mean the first time you load in and there was that great uh that that great sort of intro flight that you get from stormwind and earl bowen is doing that voiceover the humans of Stormwind, you know, and you're like, yeah, 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 like, totally, oh, totally, dude, totally. I am so <laughs> with this. You, you were like wet, essentially. <laughs> I, I mean, I was, yeah. I mean, we're going in half chub, so I mean, it was really exciting at that point. I was like, I am never, ever gonna switch. And I've tried other classes. I, th I think I have a druid out there somewhere that's somewhat leveled, and that's kind of fun. I think I used a boost on that one. Uh, when DKs came out, I made a DK because I think it's a really great kit. The aesthetic is the best. They take a lot of good stuff. I think they should give it to Warriors and they give it to DKs. The DK class, super fun. I also have a Paladin out there that's languishing. And I think the Paladin kit, again, it's all very plate-oriented, big weapons and shields and they're, all that kind of stuff. Get, they're going to get a battle res, apparently. Uh, yeah, I, that's what they say. Um... I've tried different classes and races and all of that, but at the end of the day, Berserker, Human Warrior, 15 years, still going. That's fantastic. I know you and like a bunch of, like, I play only Hunters, so I feel yeah. you. Like, yeah. even if I roll an alt, like, I, I constantly roll through alts for like the um, Heritage Armors, and mm -hmm. I just play Hunters. I love them. Yeah. It's. I, it's yeah, once you, once you, you find want. your thing and you find your fantasy, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but no. you find your fantasy and, and that's where it is. That's it. You got to live it. You know, that it, you, you connect to it, right? Like, I, like if I went to the, the Hunter's Lodge, I'd look around and go, oh, that's cool. And then I'd move on, right? Somebody that's connected to it, you're going to feel much different than, like, say, when I go into into you know uh anything related to warriors i mean anything related to warriors whether it's you're talking to a class trainer or whether you're in your class hall like I, i'm like yes i'm so invested in everything that is happening in this moment right very different and you want that connection because you want that escape you want to go 
to that place in your mind and forget about everything that's going on around and behind you. I mean, that's that's why we do all of this. So, yeah, you got you to gotta find the fantasy. Find the fantasy, folks. A, a, thousand, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. That is, you couldn't have said it any better. So, um, <laughs> this is a funny question. <laughs> what made you decide to do the erotic fanfic? And would you and would you again because that was fucking hilarious and I think now that you have a much bigger um feedback source and people who mm. listen to the pod would you ever mm. do it again? <laughs> because oh, yeah. I know friend of the show Rommel was the one who submitted the <laughs> the fanfic, right? Well, Wooly, did I... you did you listen to that fanfic? I or... did. You did? <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it was great. <laughs> It was so good. Yeah, we were, we were a bit of ahead of our time on that one, I think. Um, yeah, it was, you know, early on in the show, and the the lens through which I looked at things was a little different back then when it came to the show because the way that I looked at it originally, I mean, you can go back and listen to old episodes. I don't recommend it because they're terrible, but, I mean, the, the, the format of the show changed through a couple of phases here. And the, sort of the first phase was about a year long and then I took a year break and then I came back with Navok. And that first sort of year, I always wanted to have like a segment, like like some kind of a thing, like a third part of the show where I was doing a thing, whether it was, you know, the history of Illidan or whether it was the erotic fanfic or whether it was something else. You know, I wanted to have something. And so I knew that that was an area of Warcraft that was out there. I thought, you know, all these other shows it was too taboo and they were never going to talk about anything like this because they're all a bunch of prudes and so i'm like i'll do it and so i put out an open call i got two entries <laughs> i read the Fantastic. winning entry and nobody cared honestly nobody reacted nobody gave a shit i got no feedback about it so i was like did well, that help did that help your like uh self-esteem as a podcaster honestly like Look, I was afraid to do this, and no one gave a fuck. It it does, I think, empower you that nobody listens, nobody cares enough to do anything if they do. So just do what you want to do. I mean, you know, you're not you're not curing cancer. Uh, I mean, if you're curing cancer with a podcast, by God, bless you. Get out there, do your thing. But that's not going to be a Warcraft podcast, right? So. It, it does open up the gates a bit to say, well, maybe I can push this further. And I did. I kept pushing it. I pushed it a little too far in one episode. Uh, it did get me a bunch of attention. Um, I don't know if it was all the best attention. So I, years later, did actually take that episode down. And uh, because I don't really think that that's the best I actually, I actually heard you talk about that when I was yeah. listening to the backlog. And I have no idea what you said. So with me, that secret say I, I don't no, even know what you said. No, I just went after everybody because I, I felt like I just kept kind of ramping it up to get attention because, you know, when you're doing a podcast entirely based on your ego, which mine is, then I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going, ramping it up. And, you know, I was calling out all the big shows at the time. and I was being pretty aggressive about it. And it got, funny, funnily enough, it got Rose attention over at realm maintenance and he brought me on and was like all right i'm gonna talk to this cat and he was the first guy that really reached out to me and and we've connected since and and remained friends and so there were good things that came out of it but when i listened back to it you know a while back i was like man this is this is a little more than i really want to have 
on my conscience right now. So I did take one episode down. It's the only one I've ever done it. Nobody asked me to do it. I did it because I felt like it was the right thing to do. Funnily enough, if somebody had asked me to do it, I probably wouldn't have done it. But because I did it on my own, I decided that was probably <laughs> you would have a been good like, idea. well, well, fuck you, I'm myself, you know. <laughs> That's like, right. No, That's I right. get it. I get it. No, so, I totally get it. It's funny that you asked though about it because in recent years I have had a couple people ask about it. So it is likely that I will probably put out a call at some point again to do it once more. <laughs> the erotic fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, I it, it's a whole you know that was that was part of the thing at the time, right? And that's why I really appreciate what y'all do here. Is there is a very large contingent of people who make content around Warcraft who have to keep it clean for the sake of sponsors, for the sake of monetization, for the sake of wanting to have a bigger audience or whatever that is. And you know what? That's what they choose to do. But for me, I'm looking at, at the time, especially, I'm looking at the landscape going, there's all kinds of erotic fan fiction out there that I could have pulled from and read. There's all, we all know about, what is it, Rule 34 or whatever. You know, you can, you can find anything about anything out there on the internet if you really want to look for it. But then there was, I mean, there was a whole porn series called Horror Lore, which eventually was like World of Warcraft or however they changed the name. And it was characters in Warcraft doing porn. And wait, it was there hilarious. was an the wait, there's an actual porn series. Yes. But oh, nobody no, knows about to, it because nobody talked about this. it. Oh no. <laughs> okay, we're talking about it. Go go look it up on YouTube. Uh, it's, I, I mean it's old, but you know what? I'll tell you what, it's not bad. That's it's not, not bad. bad. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> yeah. It, it, but but it's like there's all this stuff out there. And nobody ever talked about it. And that was my thing at the time. I was like, well, fine. If nobody else will do it, then I will do it. Funny thing is, you do it and you find out nobody cares. So eh, maybe we just go back to the news for a while. That's the nice thing about the internet is like you can you can say what you want. Yeah. And honestly, I have to give a shout out to Wooly for this. Because like I would not have been on this podcast if it wasn't for Wooly. Like literally thralls balls. Like what the fuck are you talking about? And the and the meme is like some green ass balls. Like, yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like um, podcasts. The, I think the best podcasts are the ones that don't give a fuck about getting monetized because you're just not beholden to that kind of pressure, and yep. it's great. Do yeah, you, uh, Wally, do, Wally, do you remember when you wrote into DNR and you said uh, subtext is butt sex spelled backwards? Yep, you cannot spell butt sex. <laughs> you cannot spell subtext without butt sex. He was talking about Illidan being a fucking incel. <laughs> there you go. It was, it was so funny. Actually, I think when I heard that, that's when I was like, so they read that um, letter on DNR. And they're like, oh, Wooly's looking for a co-host. And I was like a flurry of typing. I was like, oh, Wooly, what's up? I I love your shit. I love your sense of humor. Can I come on your show? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so that's how we made friends. Hell so, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how it happened. And then I went and listened to your uh, Whispers of War interview. Oh, God. Wow, that was so long ago. I must have sounded like I a figured. I figured we're mentioning mentioning like every WoW podcast there is on this episode, so I'd throw one more in there for th for anybody who may not know, though most people will listening. DNR is do not relent. Go listen to them. 
They're, they're basically the show's best friend, but I don't think they consider our show their show's best friend. It's just, you know, it's one of those dynamics. We're the third friend walking behind on the sidewalk. That's not true. Cause we've That's all probably hung not out. true at all. That, we've all hung out at my house. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, and, and Slide Whistle stole Aaron's tomato. It was great. And the cicadas were the fifth host. So I don't know if Berserker knew that, but we actually threw a barbecue last year where the nice. folks from uh, DNR and myself and Wooly all gathered at my house and had some uh, cheeseburgers and there were a lot of cicadas. <laughs> Did you put the cicadas on the food? No, no, oh. no, no. We protein. Yeah, I was gonna no, say, no, show no, who's boss and get extra protein. <laughs> um, so to, to rope it back in, um, what are you looking forward most to in Dragonflight? I know you're playing the alpha, but what are you really looking forward to actually seeing, like, implemented? Well, you know, overall, it's getting back to Azeroth and just seeing the story play out. That story is always the number one thing. Systems, you know, how... Well, first of all, getting Odin's Fury back, you know, the best. I mean, the warriors are going to be in a great. That's spot in now. your uh, talent tree, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did us. They did us right. They knew what was up. They brought back the right thing, and that that was. I feel like that was almost a given. So it's a little too cheap to say that, but that's really the only thing where I'm like, you got to bring this back because as far as systems and you know how things are put together, that's for other shows. That's for other people. That's for all the theory crafters out there. I I am not smart enough to manage all of that, so I really don't care. Uh, but I want to see how the story comes back to Azeroth, what we do, where this takes us emotionally, because, you know, I'll, I'll say it here. I mean, this this is a real inflection point for me, I think, this expansion, because I have lost the characters that I care about. And I need somebody or something to keep me invested in the story and keep me going. Um so so not to interrupt, but you're yep. referring to Varian and yes. possibly Anduin being lost yes. in the Maw. Yeah, I mean, he's he's off doing a vision quest, and I, I hold out hope that he's going to come back. I've said this with a sexy Captain America beard, and he's going to look just all badass and be full of light. Daddy Anduin. Daddy Anduin <laughs> is going to come in and save the day, and I am just going to just explode, and it's going to be amazing. Um, that's that's the hook, <laughs> eventually, maybe, that I'm looking for when we do the next expansion of Light and Void fighting each other, and he's the conduit that's got to save us all or something like that. I don't know. But it's it's a tough spot because I know there's a question about this. Like, when it comes to pro wrestling, when Steve Austin retired in 03, I stopped watching wrestling, and I've barely paid attention to it since. And, and I keep tabs on it, but I need a guy or a gal or somebody to keep me tuning in. And right now I'm looking for that hook in Dragonflight. And there's some interesting characters. There are some really wild storylines going on and we'll see how that plays out. But I, I need, I need a hero. It's like Bonnie Tyler said, I need a hero. Well, you gotta, are you gonna insert the song there? No, maybe not. That's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason we all, know the song. we all know the song it's fine there is yeah. a reason i went out of my way to make the show a lot easier to edit 
So, oh, wow. So aside from that, I think we're almost done. Uh, we're going to get to the fan questions, but I have a question for you. And you said you're an open book, so I'm going to go ahead and ask it. Yeah. Um, do you mind talking about, about your experience as a well parent who also hosts a podcast? <laughs> um, because I am. I'm yeah. a parent. I have two little girls. They're yeah. nine and seven. Oh. Um, are there any specific ways that you have helped, felt encouraged and are challenged? And do you have any great memories to share about that? Well, it's, it's, this might sound a little funny, um, but my son doesn't play. Um, he wants to desperately. How old is he? He's, he's, he's 11. Okay. Um, we're right about the age when I want to start bringing him in. And I've even set up next to my main computer. I have an older computer set up that can run WoW. And he's been playing some StarCraft on it, and it's set up where he can play WoW, and we can play together, and we're getting to that point. Um, you know, but I, to be quite honest, the community is a challenge. And trying to just focus on certain things, questing and whatnot, without people running in and saying and doing stupid shit and ruining the experience, it's something that I do have as a concern. It's gotten a little better. Um, but I don't think he's quite ready for that but at the same time he gets excited about everything he asked me about raids he asked me what we're doing and what our progress is and what the boss is and who the story is and when there's a blizzcon he's more invested in it than i am so he gets super pumped about it and he's he's itching to go um but we kind of hold that as like the last carrot of you know take care of business and this will be waiting for you so um Doing a podcast, especially one that's mine, where I am not <laughs> doing it uh, in a clean way, you know, eventually I'm sure he'll find it and start listening to it, which will be a whole other problem. Uh, but as a parent, kind of going back to the first part of your question is, um, it's all about time management. That's that's the biggest thing, I think, when you're a parent who plays and does a podcast and wants to bring kids along and do the whole thing. You know, you really have to be conscientious about where you spend your time, how you spend it, and and where you do all of that stuff. It's absolutely. it's a it's a juggling act. And for us, it you know, is we got absolutely we, sorry we, to interrupt, but no, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. It, 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 and you've got two. I've only got one. And they're two that are two years apart. So it's basically like they're either stuck like glue or trying to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> that sounds like siblings. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, war this is definitely a Warcraft household. He's he has a character saved right around the corner, a paladin. So he's he's itching to go, uh, and it won't be too long before uh, father and son will be will be questing through Elwyn Forest, and we'll be we'll be having a great time. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I think uh, shout out to to Syrub from Scrubs uh, Scrubs versus the World. He is raiding with his son. But That's... I believe his son is 13. So that, oh, okay. that seems about the right age. <laughs> uh, I actually told him, I was like, well, don't let your son listen to uh, our podcast because it's super dirty. Oh, and it's he bad. Was like, he was like, he was like, no, my son has come to me with worse stuff from TikTok. And I'm like, well, it's over. Oh, no. then. <laughs> I know oh. I'm, try I'm trying oh, to protect yeah. my girls. They're nine and seven. And I'm like, uh, no. 
like yeah. they're they're right on that bridge where I'm like they're gonna start. Oof. I mean, we were we were walking home from school the other day, and I have no idea what we were talking about. And my seven year old was like, "You mean sex?" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like my seven year old said the sex word. There it is. So, yeah, it, it happens. Uh, kids are kids. Just mm -hmm. you just got to be honest with them, you know. That's right. I think. Um, other than that, we have some fan questions. Uh, Wooly, do you want to read one or some? Certainly. All right. Well, um, the first the first fan question. Even though you said earlier that you haven't watched wrestling in a good while. Slide Whistle wanted to know, who is your third favorite wrestler of all time? That's so fun. That's such a funny question. I love that. Not the first, not even the second. That's Slide for you. It, it's <laughs> just who he is. Who, is. who is the third? Well, you know, I have been keeping tabs on things. And, you know, for all of, you know, we'll get into a little bit of a wrestling parlance here. For all the smart marks out there who are like, oh, I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, Oh, I'm gonna pick some super obscure guy. Oh, oh, Kenny Omega is the best, or whatever the fuck else the people are saying about wrestling. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, greatest of all time, number one. Uh, number two, worst worker of all time, but one of my favorites, Ultimate Warrior. Um, there's oh. so much about things that don't exist if it wasn't for that crazy bastard and gave Man, me all I, time actually, greatest speech. We actually lit a candle when he passed away in our house. Like that, that was that was that. I'm telling. Anybody's we listening were. to this, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the very last time that really anybody saw him publicly, it was the Monday Night Raw, and I did see this, after he was inducted into the, the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame, WWF Hall of Fame, I don't call it WWE, it's WWF, into the Hall of Fame, comes out Monday night and gives this amazing speech, and I know the guy's got a problematic history, and he said some pretty wild shit back in the day, and you know, he's, he's a complicated character to say the least, but... It is one of the most inspirational things I have ever heard. And there are days when I will go back and pull that up just because I need to feel like I want to run through a brick wall right now. And I will pull that up. And he talks about, you know, living your life to its maximum potential, basically. And then he died the next fucking day. I mean, it's... That was insane. It's, that was it, terrifying. Unbelievable. I mean, tragic... Like, you can't believe leaving behind, you know, little My, girls. And I mean, it's not it's not good. My baby um, daddy was in tears. And like I said, oh, we, we lit a candle in the house. We were like, oh, yeah. shit, the ultimate yeah. warrior. Jesus. I mean, it's it's that, that's endemic of the business. Unfortunately, you lose so many of those, so many of those guys so young. But uh, number two, number two, ultimate warrior. Number three, got to give it up to the dead man, the undertaker. I mean, argument there that he is also the greatest of all time. Longevity, major matches. The, the way that he's influenced the business, the locker room leader that he was, you know, whether or not you liked some of the stuff that he did, if you were part of that, um, that guy, when it comes to wrestling, he's on the Mount Rushmore. So uh, Undertaker, number three for me. I could see the Undertaker on Mount Rushmore. That would be terrifying. I mean, it's like <laughs> Flair, Hogan, Austin, and uh, Undertaker. Those are your four right there. You know, as like a female who appreciates wrestling, I'm I'm a huge Charlotte fan, Stan. Almost like I just, and also as like a tall, Impressive. like very built woman, like I'm just like oh Charlotte Flair all day. I love She's, her. She is impressive. She I mean, is they're, they're impressive. I, I've you know, drips and drabs that I've seen of different things. Uh, the women's division 
so different than what it was back in the day when it was the divas, right? I mean, it's Trish Stratus, some of those other ones, Alita, you know, I think they really started something that took a long, way too long to get there. But you look at the women's division now, and when I check in from time to time and I see some of the stuff that's going on, they're legit. They're kicking ass. It's amazing. Yeah, it's got it's gotten a lot better over the years. Um, yeah. Yeah. And no more bra and panty match. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so speaking of favorite characters, Aaron wants to know which Sonic the Hedgehog character, if any, has earned Berserker's respect. That is, that's an odd question. He uh, loves he loves Sonic the Hedgehog. He does. Remember Sonic how the and, and, that and, last and question? Don't forget, Aaron is from uh, the DNR podcast. So check oh. them out at uh, the Do Not Relent podcast. After you check out Unshackled Fury. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog character. Listen, if you in your life are ever in a movie and the person who does your voice is Idris Elba, then you are the winner. So Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles is the answer to that question. I feel like you just gave the right answer according to Aaron. I, I, would, I mean, listen. Lay eyes upon that man. Even I'd fuck him. And I'm as straight as an arrow, right? Knuckles. Mad respect. By the way, you said an odd question. Uh, remember how the the first fan question was uh, from Slide Whistle and we were like, that's just how he is? That's yeah. just how Aaron is. He <laughs> He's always got something coming out of what seems like left field, but then he makes a huge thing with it and it's always hilarious. There you go. Honestly, Berserker, I wish you weren't all the way out there in uh, NorCal because you would <laughs> totally be invited to Thrall's Balls Con. <laughs> Thank you. Hell Thank yeah. you. I, I appreciate no. that. I, I'll, bring, I'll bring some potato salad for you. <laughs> Just don't get no sand mustard. in it. No mustard. No sand. <laughs> no sand in the potato salad. Rocket power. Otherwise, no salad. All right. So, um... Demi, oh my god, by the way, I'm holding my heart right now. Demi is my favorite female podcaster mm. of all time. Mm. Aside from Miss Lystra. I, I and I know they would not fight each other. We would all just hang out <laughs> together. But Demi is one of the first women that I ever met in podcasting who, mm. you know, let her kids sort of crash the stream. Her dog <laughs> would crash the stream and Shout out to uh, Bun Girl. To, oh my God, she's so amazing. But Demi asks, um, how are you so damn cool? And I want to make a, a, a Death Knight joke here. So that was the joke because she plays Death Knights and they're cool. So uh, Demi are. wants to know, how are you so damn cool? She's, hila she's hilarious. Uh, she she is amazing. She, <laughs> she is amazing. And it's it's... On the periphery, I've seen that she's come back and been doing some things, and and I I'm very glad to see that and hear that because she is one of the just truly best people that are in this community. Just just a real individual, and and if and if I'm cool for anything, I guess it's because when you talk to me, when you meet me, when you listen to me, whatever it is, you're getting you're getting the person. I mean, sometimes it's a little lamped up. You know, I'm not gonna lie, but for the most part, you're you're getting the human that I am, and I think when you are just 
a real person, which Demi is a real person. And I think that's what is so great about her. Just the, some of the things that you mentioned is not trying to put on airs, not trying to pretend you're something that you're not. You just are who you are. And when you do that, that's when you do your best work. I think that's when people really connect with you because there are a lot of fucking phonies out here in the scene and it's so easy to spot them. And I know a lot of them don't care because it works for them and God bless them. But you know, these are real folks. So if I'm cool for any reason, it's, it's, it's just because I'm just a little bit of a human, same as Demi is, but she's, she's the one that's the coolest, not me. That's right, dude. I, I totally agree with you. Like we're just out here being ourselves, you know, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Nobody can be you better than you. Word. So um, we have one last question. (laughs) So Syrub says, when you go to metal shows, do you throw down in the pit or hang out in the back away from the action? There's no wrong answer here. (laughs) Bro, I'm up in the seats far fucking away from the pit. Oh, you're gone. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. There are (laughs) too many pre-existing injuries. Uh, on this frame to uh, dare dare go in the pit anymore. That, that's just that's not happening. Um, when when was the last time you went in a pit? It's been <laughs> what what year is this? What decade? It's is this? been eighty four <laughs> years. Sometime in the early aughts. That's probably about as good as it is. Um, and it was for those that remember way back in the day we used to have Ozfest and Ozfest was this amazing tour where at least for us you would have multiple stages two three four stages worth of acts and stuff would be going on just all day every day and it's I like think Riot Fest in Chicago basically there you go like and they, the and they punk, would tour metal, and this, rap of yeah of everything doom. yeah yeah and i think Ozfest was really one of the first that had the size that it has, the scope that it has, and there's been others that have come on since. I know we have Aftershock here in Sacramento, um, which is kind of a, a similar concept, multiple stages, the whole thing. But um, I would say the last pit that I was probably in was a hate breed pit on the second stage at uh, Ozfest in like 2000. Three or four. That's I forgot so all about hate breed. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Yeah. Jamie Jest is the fucking man. So, that's probably been that long. Uh, I just I just have too much battle damage uh, to dare go in there, and that's fine. Let 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 everybody else have a good time and row the boat at Amona Marth and and get all freaking crazy and beat on each other everywhere else. All good. Love the metal crew. So nice to be out again, seeing some shows. I've got Amona Marth coming up in December. Uh, that's the next show I'm going to. Very excited to see. Uh, the heathen army itself so uh yep not not no more pit for me i think um i think i posted this on twitter but the last pit i went in was 2019 it was a rise against pit and i caught a bloody lip <laughs> and uh honestly swing us i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth i peed myself a little bit because <laughs> i was just moshing so hard i was like it was over like I, it was just ridiculous but still not your homework you didn't do your homework i know i didn't i didn't poop sorry i know her homework <laughs> is to shit her pants and she refuses to do it oh well you I'm know failing. nobody's perfect i'm failing <laughs> <laughs> i think 
I think I unintentionally got caught in a pit at a Manowar show like 10 years ago. Um, so I, I used to, I used to work at, uh, like a dollar store here in Chicago mm -hmm. and I had a regular customer who did like sessions work for Manowar. Oh, so like nice. I've been to some of their shows, but I never been to like a big one. Like I can't even remember his name. He was like one of those guys who plays the good the guitar in case the guitarist like passes out or dies yes. or falls off the stage or like yes. he was like a backup guitarist but yeah, yeah 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 we went to a few like small shows at like um reggie's club in chicago and stuff like that but that's awesome yeah it was best fun. place to see a show that is small small venues. small venues are fun small yep. venues are fun so, Wooly, do you have anything to ask Berserker, or should we go on to final thoughts? Uh, let's go on to final thoughts. I was trying to think of some good questions during all that, and I couldn't get anything that wasn't total shit. So, we're good. <laughs> I have no final thoughts, except that, like, I can't believe I'm here with... Um, I'm so happy you came, Berserker. Thank you. I normally the final thoughts are a little more silly, but I just I I had to rope in my fangirl. So thank you for coming so much. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Always great to chat with folks out here in the community that have a passion for what we do. And you know, you folks have a real a real central focus on who you are and what you do. And I think that that's fantastic and just you know make sure you keep uh those balls nice and dry because you know these late summer months it's hard things get sticky uh but i know that you will you will do the best to take care uh of yourselves and each other but it's been a, a real pleasure and thank you both so much for having me on thanks for coming on i have a final thought if i can share of course all right a uh, tiny little bit of housekeeping here um the draft the poll is staying open another week because we had actually another two weeks because we had uh this awesome guest on today and bent couldn't be here to join us today as well unfortunately so we uh, drafted four characters to help us through a zombie apocalypse you can keep voting on that the link is i'm gonna put it in the show notes it's also available on Discord. Go to thrallsballs.com under the polls section. And it will be on Twitter. Oh. Uh, currently, I'm losing, so y'all got to get on that. Um, then Don't vote for the Sylvanas team. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, leave a review to get teabagged. You can do that on bonusroll.gg. Um, and uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to throw out that we are likely not going to have an episode next week because I will be out of town for a wedding unless we can cobble, not cobble, that's the wrong word, have Bent and Gershom do one together. We haven't talked about it, but yeah. So if we don't have an episode next week, that's why. My final, final thought so we've mentioned a lot of other WoW podcasts on today's episode, but we have not mentioned... Azeroth Roundtable, Frazzlecast, Technically PvP, Third Faction, Starting Zone, Morally Grey, The Instance, All Things Azeroth, Dungeon Fables, Live, Laugh, Lore, Lions, Pride, Tavern, LFR, Girls Gone, Wow, or a fair amount of other ones. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Wow, that's it? Really? 
I, I, you know, it was very little. I didn't, I, <laughs> there wasn't very much to what I said, but. No, that, that was a lot. Um, so you can follow us in the places. Uh, Berserker Rage is at B-E-R-Z-E-R-K-E-R, -E -E the word rage, all one word. I'm at Hunter Gershom, the word Hunter, G-E-R-S-H-O-M. You can follow Bentolas, B-E-N-T-O-L-A-S underscore outlaw. Wooly is at Wooly08, two O's, two L's and a Y. You can follow the pod on Thralls Balls Pod. And you can follow Berserker's podcast, Unshackled Fury, at Unshackled underscore Fury. Bye, swingers. We love you. Be good. Yeah. Bye-bye, everybody.